Welcome to the Mate Debaters Podcast. I'm Natasha and I'm joined with my husband Orlando and we are a millennial couple sharing our opinions and views on a myriad of topics ranging from marriage, wellness, all the way to entertainment. So let's jump into a new debate. On today's episode, we're going to discuss diet versus exercise. Which one are you? So just to put it out there, disclaimer, we are not doctors. We are not trainers. Not medical professionals. No, this is just our personal opinion, our personal preference, just a fun little back and forth like we like to do. So I want to start off by asking the question, and I'm going to go ahead and answer and then let you answer, Orlando. If you are what you eat currently, what are you? That's hilarious. Um, (laughs) If you are what you eat, what are you? This is for you specifically. For me specifically? Yes. Uh... I don't know. That's a that's a okay. Tough let one. me tell you me, and then maybe that'll help. Okay. You. If if I answer that question, you know, if you are what you eat, I am pasta and I am rice. Oh, so like that. Um, I would say I'm greens, and if um, you had to say within the past month, the past month, because let's be real, since I've been pregnant you have indulged a little bit more than you normally yeah. would have because lord knows i'm not trying to cook anymore um i don't know i have to come back to that one maybe i can think about okay it if you are if you are what you drink water i would say your water yeah <laughs> I'm water. i would say water but secondary i would say chick-fil-a lemonade and ocean spray cranberry juice cocktail specifically in the past <laughs> i used to be uh coke or dr pepper but i'm definitely water now Yes, I would, I would agree with that. Okay, so when it comes to diet and exercise, what is your preference? Or uh, do you like a combo? For me, it's diet. I do not like to exercise. I get the, um, or I don't like to exercise in the traditional sense of going to a gym. I do walk a lot <laughs> with my dog, uh, Mango. Our dog. Our dog, Our Mango. Our sweet puppy. Um, but when it comes to like, oh yeah, let's go do, you know, three sets of rep, uh, you know, whatever, bench presses and squats and... <laughs> Shows that you don't like to go to the gym. <laughs> yeah, and treadmills, and it's just, it's a lot. It feels forced to me sometimes, you know. Um, so I'm definitely diet because I'm... Everyone's body's different, right? But we all, you know, our bodies all consume the foods that we eat. So it pretty much ties into your genetic makeup. Like, if you eat nothing but crap, like, that's what your body's going to be made of, you know. I mean, just like people who smoke, you know, that affects your body. Like, if you're eating food that isn't real food, it's going to end up affecting your body and causing issues, you know, because our bodies weren't made to process things that aren't real. So, uh, just, yeah, so for me, it's diet because I feel like that's where it all starts. Like, you don't you don't exercise to lose weight. You exercise to be fit and be in shape. It's I think to maintain is what a lot of people yeah, say. Yeah, I feel like that's the misconception with American culture is that people say, "Yeah, I'm going to go to the gym and lose weight." And but you, you can because you if can, you if you burn more calories than you're taking in. Well, yeah, exactly. You can weight. lose weight, but guess what? If you're still eating like crap, nothing's going to So, I like to I for me, I prefer to exercise versus diet because I love food. I have a food Instagram, little shameless plug, pics, then feasts on Instagram. Please follow me. And 
yeah, I, I just, I love to eat. I love having amazing food experiences and I don't like the idea of limiting it. So for me, I would rather, you know, put in an hour in the gym. I actually really thrive off of seeing other people work out. It pushes me. I'm someone that I am naturally competitive. So if someone is doing, you know, a certain speed on she, a treadmill, they're right next to me, I may crank mine up a little bit more just to, you know, push myself. Or if I see that they're on an incline, I'll go one incline above. Natasha will have a six-month layoff from the gym and then go in and go hard like she's been there the whole year. I do, and I have been working on that. I feel like a big thing for me this past year has been about consistency. So I've definitely had to balance my approach. But you have to give me credit because towards the end of last year, prior to being pregnant, I committed to going five days a week, and I did. Even on days where you didn't want to go with me. True. And so let me ask you a question. Do you think that you said you prefer to exercise over... So I can eat what I want. So you can eat what you want. But I mean... my pasta and my bolognese. I feel like in both uh, aspects, discipline comes into play. Like you have to be disciplined when you're exercising. I agree. But you can also be disciplined when you're eating. It doesn't mean you can't eat the stuff that you love. It just means you don't constantly eat that. And that's where the balance comes into play because... I feel like where we differ, and not in every topic or aspect, but where we differ, you're somebody that when you set your mind to something, that's it, you go for it. It's very much black and white. I have a lot more room for gray area, I feel. So if you're trying to eat clean, you eat clean all the way. Whereas for me, I think it's about a balance. I think I can have my veggies and, you know, maybe eat smaller portions or do intermittent fasting where, you know, I start eating later and I also end my eating a little bit earlier just to balance, but I'm still going to demolish a pasta or demolish some fried rice or whatever it is that I want to eat in that moment. And I'll admit that's definitely me because, um, I've always been a cold turkey person with anything. Like if I say I'm going to do something, I just stop whatever I was doing at that point and go straight into it. Um, I don't really do gradual because for me, when I do gradual, it kind of leads to me kind of reverting back to bad habits. So it's just like, hey, let's cut this off. But Natasha and I are different because, you know, in the past, especially in most recent times, I had some really bad health issues and really changing my diet was the one, I mean, going to different doctors and trying to figure out what's going on and it was like really changing my diet was the main thing that helped me get better um you know eating more vegetables eating more fruits um the supplements were included in this like uh, b vitamins uh vitamin d it it just really just turned my life around and just kind of opened my eyes to how important food is and nutrition is for us and it, it makes perfect sense how it right? impacts the gut the gut is the second brain right yeah i mean really it's kind of like the first brain because not to get too medical here but uh over 70 percent of your neurotransmitters are made in your gut a lot of people don't know that we we focus so much on the brain and like when you're having issues like anxiety and depression it's like oh well let's uh see what's going on with your brain and it, a lot of this really starts in your digestive system um, most of your nerves are there as well. You'll see, you'll notice if you eat something uh, sugary, your mood picks up. You know, and that's, then you crash. Yeah, and then you crash later on. And <laughs> you're ready for a nap. Yeah, that's serotonin. You know, you think about people who take medication, antidepressants. What are you doing with them? You're ingesting them. You know, so the first thing is going to affect is your gut. 
And that helps to modulate, you know, what's going on in your brain because they communicate through this thing called the, um, the vagus nerve, which is like the, it's a bi-directional highway. Um, but yeah, just with all of this stuff, like it all starts with food because everything we eat impacts our body one way or another. And it's wild that it took me so long to realize that, that like, wow, maybe it's what I'm eating that's causing so many of these issues that I've been having, you know? And I think it's, I think overall, while my personal preference based off of how my health is, is to exercise, I see both sides of it. Like I totally understand how changing your diet and making that lifestyle change has impacted you in such a positive way. So I get why you lean into that more so than exercising. And the proof is in the pudding because how you look versus, you know, before you made those shifts, like you made some really big changes yeah because that was not only almost 200 pounds yeah not only from like a mental health perspective but just from a physical perspective there's a picture of when we um when we bought the house yeah bought the house and i mean i was huge and like tasha did not see it she goes back and look at that picture now she's like yeah i mean it's like when you see somebody every day you know it's harder it's harder to notice But then when you like look back at photos, you're like, oh, wow, yeah, like, I definitely see there was a My difference. face looked like I was storing nuts for the winter. Stop. Like, my cheeks were <laughs> Maybe we should use that picture for the Instagram oh, post. Man, I don't know about that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's... And I'm not saying that exercise isn't important. I have a list of, like, importance. But number. I think for you, because you've made the dietary changes and you've seen such amazing yeah. drastic results... It, it works to your benefit that you don't, you know, no, but, that you don't like to exercise. So it's like, okay, do you really have to? No, you do have to. I see. But I mean, you but, go for walks. That's exercising. Yeah, it's, it's exercise. not just in the traditional yeah, sense of like going to the gym. Yeah. Like, like for me, that's what I enjoy. Yeah. Like I'm not someone that needs to bulk up and, you know, just get all these muscles. Like that's not the kind of exercise. Like, I mean, I focus more on my heart where cardio and walking helps me with that. Um, I feel like walking and jogging and running like really takes care of what you need but then you also think about your other muscles too you want those to be stronger um you want to make sure that you know you can your body can be in physical peak shape you know and i for my list for me number one is diet number two is exercise number three is mindfulness meditation but exercise is really up there because it's very important like you can change your diet and eat really well but your muscles are going to be weak. Like you have to work them out to make sure they're not. Because you think about it, if you're laying in the bed, you know, people who are in comas or whatever, they're laying in the bed. When they get up from their coma, their muscles are atrophied because they just haven't been using them. So you think about someone who's sitting on the couch all day. Yeah, you may be eating right, but your muscles are just not in the shape they need to be. And I feel like a little workout, walk into the kitchen, maybe. Well, well, yeah, but you know, I also feel like when you eat better, you feel better. You know, it's kind of like, and when I work out, I feel better. Cause you know, I always love to say after a great workout, my endorphins are pumping and I feel like I could take on the day in a way that is not the same when I don't work. out. But one thing I want to tell, I want to say to Natasha is yes, that's very true. But I, I tell people all the time, well, think about it. Um, Eating is something you have to do or else you die. You don't have to exercise. So you think about a situation. Yeah, but because I have to eat and I want to eat what I want to eat, then as a result, 
I have well, to exercise. this is going into why I say diet is the most important because you think about your body like you may get but an it's injury. It's not fun, okay? That's what it comes no, it's down not, to. It's not it's fun. Not fun. It, well, that's can, why I like having a balance. Well, like, you can make I'm it going fun. to make sure I incorporate my greens for the day. I'm gonna have my you know spinach or my side salad, but, or whatever. But like I said. I, uh, I I'll, want to I'll, eat and enjoy all the things. I'll Give me add a this. nice juicy burger. I'll, now I want five guys. See, I'll I add this. To, I might have to get that for dinner now. Um, the the so the American diet is called the SAD diet, which stands for Standard American Diet. Our food supply here is awful. Of course, you know. But when Natasha's saying like she likes to eat. That's good. If I was another country, I feel like if we lived in Europe or something, (laughs) oh, that'd be perfectly fine. She probably, you know, none of us would really gain weight because it's like real food. But here, you can't really just eat like that because half of it's not real. Uh, So in Europe, um, Natasha actually, yeah, big big flex, little plug in. When I went to Barcelona, yeah, she's been Barcelona. Where else (laughs) you been? Um, Uh, London. Paris. Yeah, but anyway, when I went to Barcelona for grad school um, for one of my classes in America, dairy bothers me. I don't like to say that I'm lactose intolerant, even though I am. Um, but when I went over there and I had dairy, I was fine. Like, no issues because they clearly process it differently than we do in this country, which is unfortunate. Because yeah, the EU, the European Union, like, their standards are. And I'm not saying they're perfect. Their standards are, for all these manufacturers, companies, you need to make sure your product is safe before we put it out to the public. In America, it's like, put it out, make the money off of it. If some people get sick or die, maybe we'll look into it. Like, you just heard the recent thing about the, was it the baby formula? That, yeah, it got some kids sick. I think some babies died from it because... The company that produced it, like their plant was not in good shape as up far as like up to code, up to standards. And workers were telling them like, hey, you know, this isn't working well. This is going to affect things. They're just like, you know, just do your job. You know, you're not here to do all that. And then when kids got sick and some died, they had to shut down the plant. So it's kind of like if you took care of that because they didn't want to spend the money to actually fix the stuff. They, you know, it's talk, all about profit. And so, we talk about that being proactive versus reactive. Yeah, America is very reactive. And even just very in our reactive. personal lives, like, you know, putting the work in up front so that you're not dealing with the effects on the back end. So for me, that's exercising. For you, it's eating clean. You know, but you see, you also have to think about when we talk about America being reactive, kind of like they wait until something bad happens before they say, oh, maybe we should fix this versus saying, hey, this could be a problem. Maybe we should take care of this before someone gets hurt. It's kind of like the same thing with our bodies, right? Like we say, hey, I like to eat. Um, I don't like to exercise or, hey, I like to exercise. I don't like to eat or whatever. But no, then you like to exercise. I mean, what well, I'm just giving not, like not me. Exercise. No, not but me for personally. me, it would be I like to exercise. And I want to eat what I want. <laughs> yeah, I like to exercise. I want to eat what I want. For me, it's I like to uh, eat healthier with, you know, a little uh, here and there I can eat what I want, but not exercise. But then you, you think about it, for a lot of us, it's not until we get sick that we're like, oh, man, I need to make a change. You know, if your doctor says, yeah, your heart is having some issues, then you're like, oh, I need to go to the gym and do cardio. Or if someone says, like, yeah, you've been drinking too much or... That's when we make the changes. And what's that? That's reactive. So if we took a more proactive stance to say, hey, I'm not sick at all right now, but I don't want to get sick. So maybe I should do more exercise, eat better, because what you don't want is that you're enjoying all the foods, all the delicious stuff that you have now. 
but then 10, 20 years from now, your body's breaking down and you can't eat any of that stuff for the rest of your life. So well, it's at least, like, at least you had a good run, right? Yes. Yeah, so, but it's like you do it in moderation. You can constantly eat it. Yes. And that's know. why, that's where I agree with you where I do feel like I like moderation. Um, again, I feel like you kind of have different seasons, but most, for the most part, I do feel like you're more black and white. And once you decide to do something, you're extreme. So if you're going to eat clean, you kind of cut everything off where I feel like it's good to have that balance. Like, like I said, I'm going to have, a burger, but then I'm going to make sure I incorporate greens at some point in my day. Well, Tasha says it's a balance. I don't really believe I remember in you told me that. balances when it comes to this, right? So I feel like if you have a goal that you're trying to achieve, like if you just want to be baseline, because that's what the balance is, 50-50. You know, nothing's higher or lower than the next. So I feel like you say, hey, I want to be healthier. You have to put more into the health than you do into the unhealth unhealthiness <laughs> um so it's like i feel like that should be like an 80 20 70 30 same thing same thing with exercise like if your goal to exercise like man i, I want to be snatched i want to you know look like some of these people i see you can't do 50 50 like you can't say i'm gonna put 50 percent effort into or 100 percent effort 50 percent of the time in the gym and then the rest of the time i'm lounging like you probably have to do a 80 20 where you're in the gym doing what you need to do and then 20 percent you lounge so that's how i feel about i I think i think life is a balance depending on what you wanted what you want your outcome to be um and this is with anything right like if you say man i want to make over six figures at my job you can't do 50 50 work you're gonna have to put more work in than the time that you don't to get to that so your boss can look and like wow you've really been busting your butt you've been staying late all of this stuff and that's probably gonna be it 90, 10, 80, 20, 70, 30. It's not going to be a 50, 50 because a 50, 50 won't get you anywhere. It'll keep your job, but you're not going to go up. You're not going to go down. So that's how I feel about life. Like it really depends on what are you trying to get out of stuff? And when you kind of find that focus, you do have to put more into what you want than, you know, what you're currently doing. Because there's a football analogy that says, uh, so in football, you play 16 games. It's 17 now, but 16 games, and someone says, you know, well, 8-8 eight and eight will get you nowhere. Because if you win 8 games and lose 8 games... Cancels each other out. Yeah, you're not going to make the playoffs. You know, it's very rare that you're going to make that. So it's like you have to win more games. it's a wild card in, game, right? Uh, See, I know a little something. Well, not necessarily. <laughs> I mean, now would they expand well, it? Was I accurate in that though? Yeah. Okay. But um, give me, give me give me credit for, for the my majority of teams. Knowledge. Yes, you get credit for the majority of teams. Eight and eight, it's not going to do anything. Like you could be happy, like yeah, we won eight games, but you also lost eight. So it's kind of like the same thing in life. Like you got to put more effort into what you're trying to achieve with your goals than you know when you're not trying to achieve stuff. And I'm not saying don't have downtime. I'm not saying don't eat foods that you like. That's really that's what it sounds like you're saying. We're human, so that's really strict. That's what it sounds but, like you're saying to me. But you gotta, you gotta be like, hey, I want to be healthier than most. So, because the the one thing I don't want, the one thing my journey taught me is that, you know, my health issues, I don't want to be any sicker than what I was. So whatever I need to do to make sure I can maintain and even be better than that, I'm gonna do because yeah. I don't want to be 50 years old and having. Uh, COPD, diabetes, hypertension, like that sucks. Like that's not a life that anyone wants, wants to live, that, just yeah. being on pills and stuff, you know. Especially if you're you have kids, you know, you want to be around and see those kids grow up. You don't want to be family, here for your children. Our puppy like, like each other. Yeah, it's just I mean, just just be mindful, right? And if you are gonna eat stuff, like say you love pasta, 
Like maybe Team pasta. And, and again, this goes into uh gosh, fi- maybe I want pasta for dinner. Oh my gosh. This goes into finances too, right? Like not everyone can afford to buy the the good food. Yes, there's and, definitely and, privilege in being able to eat healthy. I've you know, always but felt that way. There are other things you can do like exercise. Well, no, you can <laughs> you can make homemade pasta and sometimes buying the individual ingredients to make something is cheaper than buying like the product yes, on the shelf. Yes, and I think that's when you for some people, that's where time comes into yeah, play. Yeah, yeah, time so comes that's in. That's where I say there, there's privilege. But, you know, there's a, yeah, there's a trade-off, you know. Yeah. But if you do have the financial resources, like maybe instead of buying the pasta that has all the preservatives and everything, you say, oh, let me try this organic pasta or let me try this whole wheat pasta or something. So you still have your pasta, but it's just not that bad stuff that you've been eating or you but grew up on. the bad stuff is so good. Yeah, and and I think... Um, for, and that's part of the problem. Yeah. And that's why a lot of us as... Um, well, this country as a whole, really, but a lot of us as African Americans, like we have so many issues when it comes to hypertension, which is high blood pressure, when it comes to diabetes, when it comes to just all these health ailments, because the foods that we eat, while delicious, they're not good for us, you know. And it's not to say you can't eat those foods, but I think about I'm Jamaican, right? So my traditional foods you think about things like oxtails jerk chicken wow oxtail um, sounds really good right now but we're not gonna find anywhere that has some good oxtail but you're, you're thinking about it but a lot of the foods are pretty fatty they have a lot of you know if it's not butter like uh, oil grease and that stuff adds up that stuff starts I mean, to well Give your people some more credit. There's some delicious steamed cabbage. There's kalaloo. There's no, there, there is, but not everyone in Jamaica eats like that, right? And the good thing about Jamaica, That's anywhere, the good thing about Jamaica, uh, where exercise does come in handy, is like people. I don't know about now, but when I was there, people walk a lot, and it's hot. So and you're you're sweating out toxins that are in your body. But another thing that for me and everyone's different, my problem was, I my body doesn't process toxins well. So whereas some people can eat an unhealthy meal and they'll just like walk and sweat out all the bad stuff, um, my body, like my liver, kidneys, they don't process things too well. So a lot of that stuff stays in my body. And so that's why I have to eat better than most to make sure I'm not consuming an overwhelming amount of toxins. And it, it, you know, I, I found this out through uh, research, going to the doctor. I'm not saying none of the doctors helped me, some did. But that's where you kind of have to look into these different avenues, like, okay, well, how does my body work? Like, am I, uh, am I someone that can filter out toxins properly? Am I someone that can uh, eat this food and not have to worry about it sitting in my stomach for this long? Like, some people have really robust digestive systems, where their uh, hydrochloric acid would just burn through everything that they eat, whereas other people, they got low acid, and it just kind of sits there and ferments, and then you got bacteria and fungi and other stuff that munch on it, which make you sick. Um, this is a real fun topic for me, so that's why I've been kind of talking a lot here. You're you're now getting real, uh, throwing out real technical terms. You know, Um, uh, because... To your point where you kind of talked about, you know, the lifestyle being different, where... You know, in Jamaica, someone would be walking more, so you're burning it off. I think for me, I also hold on to that lifestyle that I used to have. I'm thinking back to high school where I was involved in so many different activities. So I was constantly on the go. I was constantly on the move. I was in track and field. Um, I was engaging in a lot of physical activity, whether I was walking 
a lot more being from New York, you walk a lot. It's not uncommon. I feel like since being down here, you have to drive everywhere, not as pedestrian friendly. And I think about how I could eat. And of course, when you're younger, your metabolism is faster. So, you know, well, that, that's, that's, a, that's actually a misconception. misconception. Okay, well, we'll talk about that. But <laughs> for me, I think about how I could eat pizza every day, garlic knots, you know, give me a stromboli, give me a, a calzone, give me just all the good carbs that I love and all the cheese, and I would be fine. Like, I didn't, it didn't stick. Well, see, and yeah, and I mean, that's what you get from... So that's why, then that's where I kind of get the mentality of, okay, well, if I exercise, then I can still eat what I want, because I've seen it happen before. Again, I was younger, so it's different, but that is kind of what I hold on to. But So I, I have one final question for you. Um... So knowing all that, knowing how we grew up and knowing how we ate and our parents ate and really knowing that there's a lot of stuff we can't eat anymore, what do you want for our child who will be here in less than two months? Like, what do you want his diet to be? Well, I think for children, obviously they can't exercise. So between the two, it's going to be diet and with their brain development, all everything that's developing with a child it is definitely going to be key to give them a healthy, balanced diet. I, and we've discussed it where we would like to not introduce our kids to, you know, a lot of the classic junk food at an early age. And that's where the balance also comes into play for me because I, my parents took me to McDonald's or Burger King, but it wasn't all the time. It was sparingly and it was for birthdays or, you know, a Friday night. But I was accustomed to eating the food that was prepared in the house and that was my understanding. So I definitely want that for our child as well. So, But, you know, yeah. it's also teaching them about nutrition, right? That they can eat those foods, but just to know, like, hey, this is why this food is healthier than this. Like, Correct. yeah, this tastes delicious. Because when our parents gave Give us that, that stuff. trans fat. <laughs> when our parents gave, gave us that stuff, you know, and we ate it, like, there wasn't really an explanation. I mean, our parents didn't have explanations. But you I sit feel down like, and you eat. <laughs> I feel like if you arm your children with the knowledge, then they can, you know, make their decisions Correct. moving forward. They may choose to eat unhealthy, but at least they know. And they like, have the foundation. <laughs> you know, because yeah. Natasha and I didn't know. Like, we didn't know that food impacted us so much. So when you're seeing people come down with all these ailments, you're not thinking food. No. So if you give your child the knowledge, they could be like, hey, I know why I have diabetes, but it's too delicious. At least they know, right? So that's all you can ask for. Yes. Um, so before we sign off, though, I'm going to circle back to the question at the beginning. So answer, if you are what you eat, what are you? Oh, man. Uh, if I am what I eat, uh, it feels like such a philosophical question. Oh, like, like uh, It's meant to be light and fun. Like, like Socrates or Plato or something. Oh, my gosh. Um, if I am what I eat, I am life what there we go oh because my gosh. because that is a, like a philosophical woo-woo because answer food, oh because food is life oh, without without okay. food and water there is no life you so can have it. everything you eat you can gives have you it. life yes thank you for that uh so thank you everyone for joining us on this episode of our podcast very curious to know what is your preference do you like diet do you like exercise do you like a combination of both Again, just head over to our Instagram page, comment, engage with us, let us know your thoughts, and we're excited to hear from you. My name is Natasha. I'm Orlando. And we are the, the Made Debaters. Debaters.